Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Henry was in earlier. Steve Thompson in along with Chris Tubbs on the Lake Show tonight. A three-hour tour. No skipper, no Gilligan. Uh, no Thurston Howell the third. Just a three-hour tour here on the radio. Uh, twins fall to the A's two to one today, and yes, it is a regular season game. And no, I shouldn't say that it's on the radio, but I will. No big deal. Doesn't matter. Twins win the division. Uh, if you were holding out hope that the Twins would somehow find a way to be the number two seed. Well, I look at the numbers, and that ship has sailed. They have three games to play. If they win all three in Colorado, they would finish with 88 wins. Texas already has 89, the leaders in the AL West. So, uh, number two seed, forget about it. It's not going to happen. There will be wild card games Tuesday and Wednesday at Target Field opponent. Game time to be announced, and if needed, a third game would be on Thursday. And it's gone. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Those thinking that the number two seed was in play, yeah, it it was for a bit, but now that's in the rearview mirror. And it's gone. Yeah. Uh, Sonny Gray, four innings today, three hits, one run. It was earned, struck out four, walked one. Kenta Maeda pitched three and a third. Uh, A hit, a run. An earned run, two walks, five strikeouts, gave up a home run. Louis Varlin, one and two-thirds, struck out three, lights out Louis Varlin. So that'll bring us to pitching again. And does Maeda pitching today mean that he is the game three guy, or is it still too early to tell? Because we know... Pablo Lopez in Game 1, Sonny Gray in Game 2. If you need a Game 3, would it be Maeda? Would it be Ryan? I kind of want to start there, Chris Tubbs. Uh, At the moment, how do you feel it's going to go? I fully anticipate that it's going to be Joe Ryan. 
I mean, since you know Kenta Maeda didn't pitch as much out of the bullpen and he's not on that regular schedule now, I feel like we've shifted into the Lopez Gray Joe Ryan one two three. That's how it's gonna set up for your first wild card series. You know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all of this weather permitting, mind you. But that's yeah. that that's how I see it right now with Kenta Maeda going back to a role that he was familiar with with the LA Dodgers. Like he's comfortable and familiar coming out of the bullpen. I think right now that's kind of where you want him because I feel like he's better suited for it. At least that that's my personal opinion. And on top of it, Joe Ryan will take a turn in Colorado in the opening game of the series tomorrow night. By the way, uh, the lineup card at 6.30, first pitch at 7.10, our time. Uh, so once again, Joe Ryan will toe uh, the rubber uh, tomorrow night. Final g- three games of the regular season are on the road. No starter announced Saturday. No starter announced. Well, Bailey Ober, by the way, will close it out on Sunday. But, but we don't know the starter on Saturday. Anyway, uh, back to the Twins and where they are. Uh, Pablo Lopez, his, his start last night. And then Sonny Gray today. Exactly what everyone expected. And I, it's good. They, they get in their work. Mm-hmm. And now they're they're set up to start next week. And... I had heard this from Do Young Park, and I think this goes back maybe a week ago, sitting in for Henry Lake, when he said, yeah, it's setting up this way, and they probably won't go to Colorado. Now, there isn't anything official, but I can't imagine you you would send Lopez or Gray to Colorado mm-hmm. to just sit around. No, I, I, I think those two guys, you you keep them behind. You make sure that they get their work in. Uh, even after Joe Ryan goes, I say you go ahead and you send him back. Yep. I think the, the one thing you don't want if you're the Twins is to get into a situation where you're going to have to burn a lot of bullpen arms. So uh, I think this weekend, you know, especially Saturday, Sunday, uh, you're looking at probably using a lot of these guys that won't be on the postseason roster. Those are the guys that are going to give you your innings. So I fully anticipate like maybe Saturday being the the last of anybody on the postseason roster in terms of well, pitching getting any work. I I am a little bit surprised that now, now Dallas Keuchel appeared in the game last night and you and I talked about it on final pitch. You know, could he have a role? It's kind of a crafty veteran lefty out of the bullpen if you need to get a lefty in a big spot. Um, this is but, only assuming Caleb Thielbar is not available. And I, you would think that you could use Thielbar two out of those three days. So I guess you you would hope that you wouldn't have to use a lefty on the other day. Because, I mean, going in with all these righties and only one lefty, I, I, I don't know how I feel about being so right-handed heavy in the bullpen, considering you're right-handed heavy in the starting rotation. So, so I'm a little surprised that Keuchel wasn't, announced as a starter on Saturday because that would be a fit. It's just like we're going to give you the ball, go out there and and pitch uh, on this, you know, this opportunity out in Colorado. Uh, whether or not he's on the postseason roster, I would assume he wants to pitch somewhere next year. And th- this would be an opportunity for him. Hey, 
Dallas go out and get her done in, in Denver and see what she can do on Saturday night. Now, that still may happen, but considering he warmed up and pitched in the game last night, I don't know if he'd be able to turn around and do that. Um, but it, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But I would imagine they are going to be very, very careful mm-hmm. Indeed. So I, I think pitching-wise, things are starting to shake out. Now, another thing we well, want well, to get pl- Plus, I do, Steve. I, sorry, I just want to say, no. I think that they probably know who they want on their postseason roster. Sure. So I do think that who we see, particularly Saturday and Sunday, especially on Sunday, I feel like that's going to be really, really telling even before the, the roster comes out on Monday morning. Yeah, and I think here's another thing to look for in this series in Colorado because, you know, with with the idea of the number two seed, once again, uh, the Rangers have 89 wins. Twins can't get there. So the number two seed not in play going into the weekend. But what is in play is who will get work out of the bullpen is you want to keep those arms fresh as well in Colorado. I would assume you're going to see Brock Stewart at some point. I, I would assume you're going to see Chris Paddock again on this road trip. So some guys that are coming back, you you would probably want them to get some more innings as well. Yeah, you would. Let me ask you this, Steve. We know that the Oakland A's are not very good right now because they're very inexperienced, oh. and and they're a team. It's a lame duck franchise for all intents and purposes, and you know we've talked about just how pathetic Major League Baseball is and and the way that they've handled it. But do you make anything, the Twins bullpen against Oakland and just try to get guys work and, you know, Chris Paddock had that one bad inning, but Brock Stewart's look good. Kenta Maeda, like everybody's looked good in that series against Oakland, even though they lost today. Do you put anything into that they looked really good or do you just say, hey, okay, these are guys that were getting their, their work in and it was Oakland, and we're not really going to think it was something spectacular because the quality of the opponent was, you know, less than subpar. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think you can put anything into it. Oakland's won slightly less than one third of their games. Now, in this three-game series, they that which is you know would be thirty-three and a third percent. Uh, their winning percentage is three oh eight. So. You know, the Twins taking two out of three, a little bit above average for Oakland. But, no, I don't think you can draw any conclusions about too much of anything in this series for the the Twins, particularly the pitchers. I I just think, you know, if the bullpen was lights out, it's still Oakland. If the bullpen struggled, you know, it's just one of those where – these feel in a way like late spring training games now where you're just trying to get people through the game, get some work in, feel good, and mm-hmm. get them out of there. And and we touched on that yeah, on I final that. pitch. I get that. So I I, I really don't. I, I just think going into Colorado, what guys get work, how they get the bullpen set up, and those guys, because they – they work more than a starter. You a starter, they pitch, and then it's four days. But bullpen guys go more than that. So so how they manage the bullpen workload over the weekend will be uh, very interesting indeed. And if they happen to get in, in a blowout game, I, I would assume one of the guys, as you pointed out, that 
isn't going to be a part of the postseason roster. It'll be all right. Go out there and take one for the team. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're not yeah. You're, you're not burning one of your guys that you're no. going to need for a series no, potentially no. against a team like Houston. You're, you're not burning one of those guys. I mean, I'm not a smart individual. I mean, anybody that knows me knows that you know elevator doesn't go all the way to the top. But I'm pretty sure you're not going to burn any of your solid bullpen no, no. arms in a meaningless series in Coors Field, nonetheless. So. Yeah, for for sure. One other item: uh, Carlos Correa, Royce Lewis, Byron Buxton, and their availability uh, for the first round of the playoffs, the wild card series. Uh, Royce Lewis, though, uh, is optimistic about a sim. You know what happened in a simulated game at Target Field, and. I think that is good news. Young guy, optimistic, hopefully heals fast. Uh, They need to find a way, if he is not even 100%, to to find a way to have that bat available in the postseason because it was so good. During that stretch where he he, hit all the grand slams, etc. He needs to treat it like a slow-pitch softball game where you hit the ball to the fence and then you just jog to first. You know what I mean? It, it's like you know you hit the ball well, but you just don't feel like you can make it to second base. You're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to turn a triple into a single. That's okay. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, I do think that one thing, though, the batting is – the hitting is great. But you know that there could be a time that he may try and push it. I think that's going to be the tough thing for Royce Lewis is even if you're like, okay, you're not going to go out and play you know defense. We're going to have you DH. That's great, but I, you know, you get into a situation where he might think he might have to be a little too aggressive on the bases or push something. I, it's a very delicate balance. I want him out there so badly. I mean, the Twins need him out there, but he's he's got to be smart. Can you rein him in? Can he rein himself in enough to to not suffer any setbacks? We will see about all of those things come next week. Twins open the playoffs at Target Field. Uh, the way it looks on Tuesday, time opponent still to be sorted out over the weekend. When we come back, name image likeness and its impact on college football. P.J. Fleck uh, said something that it's, it's hard to disagree with. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that. But as we know, big-time college sports in complete disarray. All the money is out on the table, and some people are going to get left behind. We'll get into that in a moment here on News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Started from this tropic point, aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailor man. Love it. Love it. I've seen every episode of Gilligan's Island on reruns after school as a kid. Um, At least three times. Maybe more. Love Gilligan's Island. And you may remember it started in black and white, and then they made the move over to color. And if you notice, the skipper, Gilligan, and the professor, um, when they were together, it was red, white, and blue. Really? Yeah. I, yeah, I cool. did not I, I did yeah. not even notice yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you did. Well, no, uh, I, I mean, you honestly think I paid attention to the color scheme oh, of Gilligan's Island? Love Gilligan's I had no, Island. As long as you're not, you know, are, are you going to throw out the word lovey tonight between uh, now and 9 o'clock Central Time? Yeah, if we talk about uh, the former Bears and Illini. Uh, oh, my God, coach. that's tell. Oh, that yeah. is so corny. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, love that show, though. We are early in a three-hour tour here on the Lake Show. Steve in for Henry. Chris Tubbs alongside. Earlier in the week, PJ Fleck did his radio show and got into the name, image, and likeness thing. And everybody knows the deal. Uh, players are getting money. And they're getting in in the big programs, the big name players, uh, get, getting a ton of money. Paige Beckers at UConn, women's hoops, uh, name, image, and likeness money. I mean, it's not all football players, it's not all men's basketball players. Name, image, and likeness money has come to big time college sports. And PJ Fleck basically went around to say that if we don't step up and we come up with more name, image, and likeness money to support Golden Gopher Athletics, we're going to lose players. And good players may get a start here and then may jump into the portal and move somewhere else where, where the money is. And in reality, I, I get that. He's absolutely right. There, there's no doubt about it. The money that was maybe under the table behind the scenes, booster cash in uh, envelopes, slip to mom and dad or an associate, etc. Most of that's now out in the open. It still probably happens under the table. But in reality, haven't college football coaches been doing that all the way along, parlaying what they did at school A to get a bigger payday and then they move on? it's been going on for a long time. And now the kids are in a position where they can cash in. I I guess I just don't disagree with with these kids that uh, are the draw, which are the stars. That's what, that's what people pay to see. That's what people want to listen to on the radio or watch on television are, are the players. And I really don't have a problem with them cashing in in, in this instant. And I do agree with P.J. Fleck. If the Golden Gophers want to be competitive 
and hang on to top-notch players. We better step up collectively and come up with name, image, and likeness money. It's not stadiums as much anymore. It isn't facilities anymore. That That's part of it. It is also all about the Benjamins. What can you do to put money in the kids of these top, or money in the pockets of these top athletes? It, it is real. I, once again, do not disagree with him. And it, it has to be a big push now going forward. How, how do we create the situation where you can compete? Because Minnesota's already been in an arms race on facilities, building new stadiums and athletes' villages and practice facilities, etc. And now here is the next step. Things that are already in place at Notre Dame or Michigan or Ohio State or Alabama or Clemson or all these other schools. Minnesota wants to run with the big dogs. The reality is we need to step up. It's it's reality, and I think he speaks the truth. And it has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that they, they gave away a game that they should have in Evanston on Saturday night. What he said is absolutely true, and we need to decide, are, are we going to fund it? Absolutely. And there's no reason why the Gophers should be in a situation in the Big Ten where they can't compete with name, image, and likeness. It's not comfortable to think about because I think we still, on the you know, on the surface of college athletics, we like to think of it as you know being amateur, right? Being pure. It's for the love of the sport. It's about the education. It's nonsense. Okay, the NCAA is about making money. That's what the NCAA is about. That's why you have your revenue generating sports and what we call Stephen. You and I know it. The non-revenue generating sports. There are some sports at universities, they fund the entire athletic program. That's just the way that it is. There's no reason that, and and here's what I'm getting at, there's no reason that the Gophers, where they're at in the Big Ten, based in a major metro area with, you know, what, 15 Fortune Top 500 companies here should not be able to compete with, you know, Indiana that's in Bloomington. You got Purdue and West Lafayette. You know, you've got, you know, you, you've got the new teams that are coming from the Pac-12 in Los Angeles and UCLA and USC. You've got, uh, uh, you know, Maryland and you've got Rutgers out in New York City. You've got Northwestern that is in, what, they're in uh, uh, Champaign, I believe. Uh, they're in Champaign, Illinois, Evanston. So there's absolute, or uh, I'm sorry, um, Illinois. Yeah, northern suburbs, Evanston, northern suburbs <laughs> yeah. of Chicago, and then Illinois down. Illinois in Champaign, yeah. Yeah. Yep. But there, there's no reason why the Gophers should feel like they're a feeder system to any of these other universities. So I, I, I do agree that th- this is just what college sports is now, whether or not we like it. This well, is and the there's reality. free agency, and and that's the thing. The, the reality is now the kids have freedom of movement. Well, I don't particularly like, you know, the, the transfer portal and all of that. It, it, it's, it's a not reality. Going, it, it's not going away. And the name, image, and likeness, and these top athletes, whatever the sport, uh, making money on their name, mm-hmm. image, and likeness, it, it's here to stay. It isn't going anywhere. You're you're not putting the genie back in the bottle. So PJ Flex, absolutely right. Now, with all of that said, you beat the Wildcats and win the games you're supposed to. Uh, maybe maybe it's easier to fund some of that stuff. So 
we'll 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 see. But it, it definitely alarm bells uh, going off in in big time college sports. I I still think we are rapidly moving to an upper tier division, and then a next tier. I think it's going to be like pro soccer. In like England. how? So like like a? I mean, we've already got the Power Five. Or are you talking more but, of a, more but, of a, more of a disconnect there? I I I think we're moving in a direction. I mean, even more so because Pac twelve no, yeah, basically done. I I do. I, I I really do. I I believe we're heading in the direction at, at some point in the near future where Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Alabama. The, the really big time, Georgia, et cetera, et cetera, look at it and say, yeah, we'll compete in the Big Ten and these other sports, but there's so much money to be made in a super college football league where you, say, have 16 teams or you have 24 teams or even go the NFL model, you have 32 teams that are in the upper division because those are the games that television really wants. The those are the games that they really, really care about. They they don't really care about Purdue at Indiana. They no, don't. No, a lot of those. So my my point being is is we've seen this consolidation. I believe the next step is two tiers of major college football, where you have the the A division and then you have the the B division or whatever you want to call it. But, but we are headed in that direction in football because television, as the rights continue to go up, are going to demand. They want Notre Dame, Ohio State. They, they want Notre Dame, Michigan. Oh, it's the, they, it's the equity in the name. And the, it's, it's, about the brand. it's about the brand. Absolutely. It's about brand. Absolutely. Yep. And, and if they're getting all the best players, well, they want to feature the best players and the best games and the best matchups for all that money they're spending. Anyway, we've got to run. Quick break. We'll come back. Thursday night football tonight at NFC North came. By the way, a showdown in the NFC North. Detroit and Green Bay, we'll get into that a little bit. And there is a merger coming to pro football in the spring. Yes, I, I, I know. And <laughs> Are you ready for some USXFL? Yeah, Ooh, yes. we'll, we'll, have, we'll have a little fun with that a little bit later on in the program. Ryder Cup starts tomorrow in Italy. It's all on the way on the Lake Show. Stephen, uh, Chris, here tonight on News Talk, A3O-WCCO. Thursday night football, high school, there, there's some games. And then you've got the NFL tonight, an NFC North showdown between Green Bay and Detroit at Lambeau Field in the pack. Two-point underdogs at home in this game, Chris Tubbs, that, that stands out to me. Uh, the The Lions are two and one. Green Bay two and one atop the NFC North. We won't mention the Bears. Or Winner the gets sole possession of first place in the NFC North. Well, that, that that's exactly right. Ooh. And a leg up uh, at the you know close to the quarter pole. That's right. They could say uh, after tonight if the, if the season ended tonight, whoever wins tonight would be in first place. Would make the yeah, playoffs. They, they are the division champ. Mm, there you go. Um, I I don't. It surprises me that that Green Bay, even though they, you know, Aaron Rodgers is long gone and they have Jordan Love at quarterback, that that they are slight underdogs at home. You you would think it would be the other way, like like Green Bay even or by one, you know, a pick 'em or by one. The fact that they made them 
slight underdogs at home really surprises me. Well, at home, you're normally giving the home team three anyway. Yeah, so, that, so, I, I would think. So, I mean, really, what do you tell you? You're talking, you know, now we're up to five. I, I think people are still just, you know, on this Detroit, you know, bandwagon, so to speak. And, and it is a sexy pick. The, the, the Lions have not done anything so far through the first three games, at least to me that would give me any indication that they are not the team to beat in the NFC North. Uh, so I, I have no problem with it. And, you know, David Montgomery, it sounds like he's going to be back tonight. Yeah. I, 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 it just kind of surprises me with that based on how bad that hip injury looked. You know, Aaron Jones is going to be back for Green Bay. Christian Watson's going to be back. You know, they put David Bakhtiari on IR. I mean, I don't even know the last time that he's played. But, you know, people still love – the Lions. So it'll be interesting to see how they can handle themselves in prime time on the road in Green Bay. And by the way, very curious to see if the advantageous flags continue to work in Green Bay's favor Whoa. at Lambeau, even without having a Raj. So you're one of those guys that think that Green Bay gets a lot of calls at Lambeau. Oh, you're damn right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Hello, who who are you going to believe? Are you going to believe me or are you going to believe your eyes? We know, come on. Are you telling me Green Bay does not get favorable calls at Lambeau? In general, I think the Purple Faithful are a little sensitive when it comes to this. No, no. Uh, I, yeah. Tell me when I'm telling lies, Steve. Am I, I'm, I'm not wrong. I, Green Bay gets so, flagged. Come on. Um, yeah, it, it would be interesting. I, I think the NFL is big enough. And important enough um, on the entertainment landscape in the United States of America for someone to really break it down and and find out if in the Favre and Rogers era were they getting the benefit of the doubt more often than not? Because you you and I touched on. I'll this. go to Google right now. I'll be do my own research guy right now. Okay, you want me to do my own research? I'll do my own research. Do, do that during the news. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in in this spot, though, you and I touched on it. Mm-hmm. Viking Chargers at U.S. Bank Stadium. The Vikings did get the benefit of the doubt in that game. Oh, my goodness, From the yes. officials. Y- y- I, yes. I think they got yes. some very favorable calls. So with that said, yeah, maybe um, the home team is getting the benefit of the doubt. I, I just hate to fall back on that old – we are getting screwed by the refs. I, I, I generally have not been a huge fan. Every of that team narrative. gets every team's yeah. fan base feels they get screwed oh, by sure. the refs. Yeah, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter what sport, what level. I mean, it could be a a junior varsity hockey game, and you feel like there's going to be a call that goes against your team. Yeah, and with the Lions, I I still feel like when they made the trade, Matt Stafford out to the Rams. We know what happened. They win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, everything went their way. It, it panned out beautifully. And then the Rams since have fallen on hard times. And they sent Jared Goff to Detroit. I remember at the time, the conventional wisdom was among most fans in the NFL, well, Goff can't play, he's a stiff, so on and so forth. I, I've been impressed by this guy. I have to say, Jared Goff is not a bad NFL quarterback. I mean, he he can play. I, I'm not saying he's he's a top eight guy or even a top ten guy. But I think he's in that next group. He is definitely a top half of the NFL quarterback. 
Jared Goff. I, I really believe that. Here's the thing about Jared Goff that is just very – it's very confusing to me, and, and maybe it doesn't necessarily fit the narrative, but he was traded from the Rams to the Lions, and the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay, is an offensive guru. So how can you be an average quarterback with Sean McVay and then go to Detroit – and and be better. And by the way, you know he was a number one overall draft pick coming out of Cal. So it's it's not like you're drafted number one overall and you're some sort of scrub. You've got something. If a team, even if you don't pan out, you've got enough ability. You've got enough potential that a team believes in you at the number one overall pick. And the, this Lions team, and I, it, it's always interesting in in my opinion. Whenever you get a head-to-head, Green Bay, Chicago, Green Bay, Detroit, uh, Sh- Chicago and Detroit go head-to-head, that it is a great opportunity for Viking fans to kind of kick back and say, okay, let's let's get a good look at Jordan Love. Let's get a good look at Jared Goff. Let's get a good look at this Lions team and, and try to take a step back and say, how does our club stack up? Because so far – the Vikings have played no division games. We know the Bears are terrible. They've got two. They got two. Two of the last three against the Lions to close out the season. They'll be at U.S. Bank Stadium on Christmas Eve and then on January 7th at Ford Field in Detroit. So uh, the games with the Lions are going to come very late in the year. And then, of course, we know they get Green Bay a couple of times, obviously, once here, once in Green Bay. So the uh, this is a great chance for Viking fans to see these two teams in week four tonight. I, I really feel like when teams start to hit their stride and kind of get the fact that most of the key guys didn't play at all in the previous season, mm-hmm. by week four, you get a much better read on what the teams are. Yeah, I, I will say that tonight is a chance for the Lions to make a statement. Because that defense, I agree with that. That yeah. de- that defense is no joke. Like, I mean, we're talking about Jared Goff, and I, I think Amon Ross St. Brown is is a fantastic wide receiver. Sam Laporta, you know, the rookie tight end out of Iowa. How can Iowa's offense in college be so terrible? But all they do is churn out Pro Bowl tight ends. Yeah. It, it, it's just remarkable wh- what they do with tight ends. Th- that defense, Aiden Hutchinson is, I, I mean, he's going to wreck people. He is everything and more. Like, that Lions defense, th- this is, if they come out and they play really well tonight, I think that train, that runaway train, I mean, it- it's going to be going 100 miles an hour, and I just don't know if anybody in the North is going to be able to stop it. I- and I'm willing to make that proclamation after week four. I just feel like right now the Lions are... Yeah, Lions are going to lie into a certain point, but I just feel like they've got the highest ceiling out of any team in the division. Winning in Green Bay tonight would be a step forward, I agree. I, I'm still concerned about Dan Campbell. I know the fans love him. I know the players love him. They play hard He gets his playbook him. from Madden. I mean, but, that's where he gets it. Yeah, it, it, I, I go back, and I'll, I'll do it one more time, and then we'll move on and talk a little uh, spring football merger in a bit, is this. I go back to that game at U.S. Bank Stadium, Vikings-Lions. I'll say it again, and then we'll move on. The Lions had no business losing that game to the Vikings last season. That's what worries me about the Lions, 
is is sometimes the decision-making of of Dan Campbell. And if they can overcome that over the long haul, once again, great motivator. Players love him. Fans love him. But, you know, in big spots, is this guy going to make the right decision? Uh, Quick break. 11 minutes now in front of seven. Once again, spring football merger. Yeah, but uh, we'll have fun. What's what's the name going to be? We'll get into that in a moment. Here on the Lake Show, Steve and Chris. Henry has the night off. He was in earlier today for J.D. here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Lake Show, Henry was in earlier for J.D. between 3 and 6. Highlights on the free Odyssey app or online at WCCRadio.com. Steve Thompson normally in on Saturdays. Uh, here and there filling in for Henry Lake. It's still a big thrill. Twins got beat. Uh... Two to one by the A's. They head for Colorado to wrap it up. They cannot catch Texas. Uh, Texas with 89 wins, Twins three to play. You can do the math. Uh, Twins will open the wild card playoff sometime on Tuesday against one of these contending clubs in the American League, and we'll we'll certainly see that come into focus over the weekend. But uh, Twins at home Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, if. Necessary. We mentioned high school football tonight. There are a handful of games around the state. Eastview at Burnsville. That one just getting underway. North St. Paul Hill Murray pioneers up 28 rip in that one. St. Paul Como Park against Edison. Another 6 o'clock start. Uh, Rosemount at Farmington tonight. Been a bit of a struggle for the Irish here early in the season in Hayfield at Rushford Peterson. Full slate of games tomorrow night. A week five already. High school football. Uh, number one, 6A, Eden Prairie at Wyzetta. I will take in that game tomorrow night. And looks like the weather is going to cooperate. The thunderstorms we expect will come overnight. Uh, so I, I'm going to see uh, the Eagles and the Trojans tomorrow night. And a ton of football games around the area. My alma mater, Anoka, good old rivalry at Coon Rapids. Tornadoes Cardinals tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Anoka coming off that tough loss at home at Goodrich Field to Maple Grove last week. Uh, we'll, we'll talk Saints, put a wrap on the Saints season. And, of course, Sean Aronson will join us here. Following the news and weather on News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.